0: Hey listeners, this is Alex. It's finally here at the Final Fantasy XV podcast. It's a great episode and we had a lot of fun recording it along with our guest Todd from the podcast Basically Sci-Fi. This being the Final Fantasy XV episode, there will be spoilers about the game, so if you haven't played it yet and you don't want to be spoiled, time to turn off this episode until you beat it. Uh, Lastly, I just wanted to say, Picasso Media has had a great 2017 and I want to thank everyone for listening. So enjoy guys.
1: Hey, welcome to the Bukatsu Gaming Podcast. It's your host, Jabs, a.k.a. Kamikaze Jager bombs And I'm here with...
0: Alex, a.k.a. World's Worst Slot Car Racer.
2: Is that from Yak?
0: <laughs> yep.
3: And, and Evan, a.k.a. I don't have a response to that for once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and today... We have a a guest guest host like a real live guest, real person, not
0: not not a dumb joke,
1: <laughs> not Stevie Wonder, and Ignis looking away from the mic, <laughs> and so guest, introduce yourself.
2: Hi, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm Todd. Okay.
4: Uh, I'm uh I'm the first guest, really. Yeah. First oh, real guest. First real guest. I feel honored.
1: And so um, yeah before we start Todd tell us uh, uh, a little bit about you about me well uh Or just your podcast my podcast that's oh, you plugging your podcast yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> plug it in uh so i'm uh i'm Todd i host a another podcast a uh, a kind of story reading and writing podcast we we do stories of uh sci-fi it's called uh what is the name? basically sci-fi
1: that's the name that's the name of the okay, show okay. it's
4: basically sci-fi that gives you an idea of what it is all right sweet
1: and so todd's todd's a sci-fi guy which some people might say then why is he on the, the episode today we've been <laughs> teasing it for like the last month but finally it's our final fantasy 15 podcast Woo-hoo. Ooh, i've been excited get your
3: popcorn <laughs>
4: need another air horn
1: <laughs> in preparation todd was playing was yep. trying to go through all the final fantasy games just to get a feel of how 15 compares so oh he's... man wow
0: he's over prepared
4: <laughs> <laughs> a year of of prep yeah starting last year when uh <laughs> i uh i didn't know that i was going to be playing through all of them so actually I just started with a uh, what 7 again again for the 90th time.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. So he he has some insight that some of us don't. But you know, it's the 15 podcast we've touched on it a bit, but everyone let's just quickly throw out our one word summary of Final Fantasy 15. And you you heard it on the gaming award for me, it's slight disappointment. That's a hyphenated word.
0: That's definitely one word, no question. <laughs> Absolutely one word. You set the category, man. You could have said two or less. <laughs> like you had all the
3: options in the world, and you still decided <laughs> to go with that. Outstanding.
4: Okay, how many how many words can I hyphenate? As many cow- as you one. need.
0: Asking the important you, you questions You go full here. German on this.
4: <laughs> it was wunderpointing.
2: pointing.
1: Okay, that's a port- portmanteau. <laughs> uh, I'll go with struggle. Struggle, okay, okay.
2: I, I am
3: astounded you didn't pick recipe. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs>
2: I'm gonna go with uh...
1: You already gave your word. You said outstanding.
2: Oh, no, that was sarcasm
3: about you. (laughs) But it can be my word, too. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't go without standing. Obviously hyphenated
0: pretty good.
2: (laughs) It was your game
0: of the year. You can't go without standing.
1: That's a big step back from the praise he's been giving it for the last month. (laughs)
3: It's good. I'm just saying, I would save outstanding for something that you know
1: was outstanding. Outstanding
3: needs to be like I can't pick out you know a handful of flaws pretty easily. You can't be outstanding if you can do that. All right, I can can pick out more
1: than a handful though.
3: I was just you know ballparking here.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's like the game of the year, as opposed to lifetime achievement. Yeah. He
3: gets it. He gets it.
1: Okay. So, so where, where should we start first? Like, I think for me, sort of the, my biggest problem really, like I was, I touched on it last episode was kind of the story. It just felt very, very lackluster. I still don't really know what happened in the story.
3: (laughs) See, yeah. It wasn't, for me, it wasn't necessarily the story itself. It was how they gave it to you. And it just, it honestly feels like they just kind of left out parts for no reason. While you can kind of piece together what was going on, it would have felt. I feel like the flow would have been a lot better if, you know, they just included a bunch of stuff that they may have thought was unnecessary.
4: But. Which interview was it? Someone said recently that uh, part of the reason why it feels so incomplete is because it was it, supposed to be entirely from Noctis' point of view. So things that Noctis doesn't know, the viewer, we don't the know,
1: knows
4: it not.
2: right? Well, I mean, that, that kind
3: of makes sense, but it's not like... It would make more sense if you didn't get, you know, other people's point of view in the game as well. You aren't always with Noctis. They kind of do go back and forth. So while most of it could be like that, if you're going to have those other points as well, why not, you know... Throw in stuff that seems pretty relevant to people that probably, you know, pay a lot of attention to the story of the game.
1: I mean, it's not even the the whole perspective thing. I just feel it was... There wasn't enough substance to it. Like, it's okay, we're... For me, the story was, we're gonna go get married to Luna. Shit, we can't go. Dad's dead. Suddenly, suddenly, I'm gonna go. <laughs> suddenly, I'm gonna go get summons. Luna's brother's a psychopath. He's dead, and now this other guy wants to kill me. But yeah, but I just feel that the story was like too simple, and there just wasn't
2: depth to it. Cause it was about the bromance,
1: but it-
2: like. Yeah, like, the the simple, pure
4: love between between boys.
1: Yeah, I, I get it's bromance, <laughs> it's, it's hangover the the game, but there was just I don't know. And for for me, that because it was good character interaction between them, but that yeah, that isn't enough to like be missing what I really expect from a game, from a Final Fantasy game, a Final Fantasy game that people have been waiting like ten years for and then it's like, oh, this story's a little lackluster, cause bromance!
2: I don't, I think the problem, or at least I think
3: from my point of view why you feel that way is I don't think the story itself is actually lacking compared to other Final Fantasies I think they just gave you the basics, like, the basic we need to go get these summons, bad guy, handle this. They gave you a pretty basic layout and you were expecting something more. And I feel like that just kinda adds to why you feel, you know, like I really wanted I really expected a more fleshed out, better presented story.
4: I think that's a really good point. Uh I mean I've I've been playing Final Fantasy for example, I've been playing Final Fantasy seven for years. Yeah, right. And I, I wrote my college thesis about it. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> that sounds amazing.
4: <laughs> it's called uh, Corporate and Corporeal, uh, an Eco-Critical Analysis of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, I, I've spent years with that game in particular, and there are, there are things that, were, that now are so clear to me, and the story makes so much sense. That story is messed up you know. Okay, yeah. It's all over the place. It's got it's got branching storylines. It's got multiple games. They've got the the Final Fantasy VII universe now. It doesn't make any goddamn sense either, but I love it. Okay. I think we okay. haven't
2: had enough time with 15. But I yeah.
1: So we we do have enough time, but I feel sort of like you're seeing the whole Final Fantasy 7 universe. Right. With that came sort of after the game yeah with final fantasy 15 they planned to have this universe not included in the game like you have the anime brotherhood you have king's slave those are two things you sort of need to watch to understand the game that's part of the universe that's outside of the game that's i feel unnecessary
4: i was confused too because i didn't know if i was supposed to watch the movie before playing it or after or like in the middle
1: they eventually interspersed it but yeah. I just feel they expected us to get the story from elsewhere. Parts of it.
2: Yeah.
0: I thought like I felt like Kingsglaive put me off a lot better to understand sort of the motivations and why things were happening and it felt a little bit less like, you know, my car broke down and I need gas the game. Uh so
1: <laughs> Wait, 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 let me just Which
0: I loved. Did yeah. you
1: ever you ran out of gas? <laughs>
0: Once, yeah, once I think it's like
4: it's like ten bucks
0: i I made a series of four choices, including <laughs> i I went to the wrong mountain and then it was very distant, and then I just could not make it back, but then I was like I was freaked out, but it was just a toe, so why do I even stop for gas?
4: It's character development, Noctis is becoming a responsible adult
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh, I I love the intro to the game. I thought the intro to the game was great, but I also felt like watching Kingsley beforehand made me kind of accept that the first chapters of the game were pretty much kind of, you know, rolling around doing whatever with no serious plot implications.
2: Yeah. Going off that a little bit, I wanted to say, I feel like there are two or three Kind of major decisions they made that
3: kind of affected how the story played out for me that I think they should have done differently. The first was obviously making Kingsglaive a separate entity, which is fine, and if, you know if you actually watched it, but I feel like it could have easily been incorporated in the game somehow, they could have you know it didn't have to be the full length movie but just, they kind of just took it out of the game completely. And I feel like if you didn't watch it, like like Alex said, you lose that kind of understanding you get from it. And while Kingslave is great, I honestly do think the story for the game itself would have been better off with it incorporated. The other point would be
2: they never really, well, since we're doing spoilers, Uh oh my god, I'm blanking on a name right now. Yes. They never
3: explain what goes on with him. Nope. They just they just throw it at you. And it's at that point I feel like everyone kinda went What? Like how did this happen? And it kinda it felt like such a big disconnect from the story because you just all of a sudden you have this big plot twist that never gets explained no one ever mentions anything you're just supposed to accept you know what you hear
1: The uh, what's what's the director name Tan- Tanabata, Tabata. tabata tabata said that we're gonna get a dlc hmm. explaining his motives but why do we have to get that in a dlc that's probably going to be at the same time when they fix chapter
4: 13 eventually. I mean cuz <laughs> that's Ravis's whole problem. He shows up in chapter 13 again. Yo, I'm I'm Yeah, like, I've lost my mind. I'm possessed now or something.
3: Yeah. Well, it's just kind of yeah, I don't know. Those two things I feel like would have helped a lot. The other would have been the uh I think they needed something else with Arden. You can piece together everything that happens with him but i think if they had made it a lot plainer it would have been easier to be like okay i actually like this villain
1: yeah like i i didn't i didn't have a problem with arden but again just for the whole story is like okay he's he's this sketch guy he's clearly pulling some strings and then they they literally just give you his story before your final fight like, this is why this is why you have a problem with him. Like, where, where, what? And then
4: give you new game mechanics to beat him with. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I felt like there'd been a lot of interesting stuff to see how he interacted with the Empire, and you just don't see it. I mean, you can... I mean, you don't even really see it in Kingsclave, even. He just kind of yeah. does whatever he wants the entire time, and everyone accepts it, and later in the game, it it vaguely makes sense to why he just does whatever he wants with no consequences, but you know at the start, you kind of find him compelling, but you just there's just nothing to him really besides that his motives are unknown to you yeah, I feel like i really
3: <laughs> i want it like the idea of Arden, I really liked like a villain like that I really did like that is just that <laughs> the way he was presented just kind of sucked it out of me like I just I couldn't get behind it because it was like okay but he's just kind of doing whatever and I have no idea why I can't I I want to like you as a villain but it's just you're just annoying right now
1: Yeah I think it's kind of it kind of seems to be agreed that for the story a big problem is we can't really feel some motive for Arden for Ravis a lot of them are just not not there So uh did
4: any of you guys play uh Dark Souls? Yes. The which one? Okay. Uh I I've only I've only played the first one. Mm. But it's like uh I feel like Final Fantasy XV was trying to do this like ambient storytelling a la mm. Dark Souls, like as in they don't want to tell you what's going on. But if you look around the world, you'll be able to figure it out. Mm. And but but yeah, like uh, that's really different from other Final Fantasy games where uh, typically they, they drop you into the world and you're at the same point as the characters, which is why so, in so many of the games, characters have amnesia. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, hello, welcome to the world of Final Fantasy. Where the hell am I? You have amnesia. That's why you have no idea what's
1: going <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, but here... The characters know stuff that we sort of don't. Characters know stuff that we don't. We won't find out. We won't find out. But
4: there's there's textbooks and paintings all over the place that'll help you piece it together.
0: Right, and it's a hard sell in Dark Souls. Even I mean, I love Dark Souls, but like the the lore is, I mean, it's there, but you know it 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 takes. I think it took me at least through halfway through the game before I started to really care about what was going on, rather than just keeping my ass alive. Right. And um and for, and like you said, for Final Fantasy, it's such a tonal shift between literally every other Final Fantasy. And the other thing about that, I thought, is that even that sort of t- lost its way a little bit at the end of the game when it was just it, just a cutscene tunnel, which, which yeah, which, which turned into Metal Gear Solid 4 a little bit for me. It just felt like I was like, well, I'm in the cutscene part of the game. I'll just put the controller down. I'll pick it up and press circle occasionally and just wait again.
4: Personally love that. And I told you, I told you Jabalani about this already. But like when, when they, when they gave you the the black loading screen, the black loading screen, and they said, you are now going to enter into a more linear part of the game and you won't be able to return. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you want to go farm zebras for a while, you can come back.
0: (laughs) They lied to you the one time. Yeah,
4: he's straight up
0: to <laughs> Which was awesome, but then it shook my trust.
1: Yeah, early on in the game, they kind of do that. They're like, hey, you can't go back and free roam for 10 minutes. <laughs> and so around chapter eight, when it's like you can't free roam for the next few hours, lots of times you aren't really expecting it. are like, okay, get a short clip to continue the story. And then after, you know, chapter 13, you literally can't do what you want. Which isn't too bad, you just know the story's finishing. Um, but it does seem out of the unexpected, out of the blue, I guess.
2: Very very quick. I didn't
4: expect it to go all the way until the end of the game.
2: <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah.
1: <know>. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean I mean you you could. You had You
4: Yeah, you could.
1: The the, the What's dog. the dog's name? Umbra? Umbra. Yeah. Which, which actually, I think, was a pretty cool mechanic. Yeah, so it's a good way, especially when you're like, I still need levels, but you said I can't go back. And so <laughs> you, you you holler for Umbra. I don't really get it though, like why the dog in his yeah. dreams. I don't.
4: Know. And why you can? I mean, you so, can get loot and
1: have it with you in real life, and have it with you. <laughs> yeah,
4: just go get the girl, stuff her in your bag, bring her back to your time. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know that's thinking
3: of portals right there (laughs) (laughs) time travel
0: yeah i feel like in 10 they did that well where you it felt like kind of inappropriate because you know technically sin was right there but at the same time like you could (laughs) you could justify it like you're getting more weapons or whatever you want to make sure you but this one it's like go talk to the dog you know trip out dream (laughs) a little bit come back
2: The world, everyone
0: is basically dead, and there's no hope and happiness. But you just go ahead and you sleep it off.
4: (laughs) Go get some ramen. That's right, cup noodles.
1: (laughs) But yeah, let's. uh, What was it? So we we brought it up a bit there, but the battle, the battle system. How do we feel about battle system? I love it. No. Is that a no, let's not talk about it, or a no, no to the battle system? It wasn't for me.
0: Can't argue with that.
1: <laughs> I'm sort of in between. Like, what, what I've been saying my problem for 15 is it feels incomplete. I just wish there was more you can do. The battle system at times can be overly complicated for how simple it is. And there were also just... Major problems. You can't lock on, so it just keeps switching enemies. And you're like, why? Why are you doing this? Right, this guy in front of me, not twenty feet away. I feel there was at least for me. Evan's making faces. I didn't figure out how to lock on, and so I just had some trouble sometimes. What up, Evan?
2: No,
3: I'm just honestly, I don't remember if you can lock on either.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's not there. I,
2: I feel like you can. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you can't I, I never really
3: I don't know but I guess I, I feel like you can
1: there, there is a way but it's not simple and it's not explained okay I don't remember what it is
2: either way I I actually really enjoyed the battle system except for
3: I talked about this in the last podcast <laughs> the magic nuking your team will will forever bug me.
4: I, uh, just, there was no need for it. You're just supposed to use it to, to, uh, to, to craft to get the experience bomb. That's what you you do, (laughs) and then you go throw experience bombs. (laughs) I mean...
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is, like, one Final Fantasy game, or one RPG that I've gone through and eventually I was like, I'm not using magic. I'm just not using magic this game.
3: You were just doing it wrong then.
1: <laughs> you should do it, but I don't really want to be doing, you know, friendly fire the whole time.
3: I, mean, I I completely agree. I mean,
0: they don't take that much damage. They don't, but they and sound like they do. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's immersion breaking it <laughs> it's and they're straight your teammates are useless. So, for me, I'm like that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> they they heard the other enemies and I'm okay with that.
3: Actually uh them being kind of well not useless but useless. <laughs> I I actually like that aspect just because Noctis is the one who can do everything and they can't. So, you like them not being like even if their ai isn't the greatest them not being able to do a lot kind of feels more realistic for the game because you know they can't really they're they're pretty much just normal people they can't do anything without you and even with you they still can't really do anything so you know i don't know i kind of like that aspect even though it was really
2: frustrating at times (laughs) Yeah, I, I, that's character
1: development, but that, that, that was brought up with, uh, what's his name? Prompto is, uh, why he was useless. <laughs> they made it, they made it canon, which is, I think, pretty cool. But no, I, I just think, like I said, the battle system, was it just, so I had like the, it's just X, X to attack, circle to dodge.
3: Well, that's not my controls, but... Let's go with the S.
1: Or the other way around, circle, <laughs> X to dodge.
3: Whatever you, it was whatever you wanted it to be.
1: <laughs> it's, like, a little bit too simple for the, the action RPG. Uh, okay. Action RPG. I just want to feel like I'm doing those cool things. Like, okay. But you can do those cool things, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> cool stuff he's doing, I have no control over that. I want to choose when he does the the flip slash stab. You can. Uh,
0: what? You have the ability to do that. You, oh. you're a scrub apparently.
1: <laughs> but what with the the analog stick? Yeah. Okay, but is that really that much freedom?
3: Is it not? I mean, how much how much freedom do you want? Because usually when you have a system like that. It it's you know you have a set amount of moves attacks you can do and you get to pick the order or whatever in which you do them. That's the same thing. So I mean, Th-
1: this is this is like what I was talking about uh, the RPG episode where you want to feel that progression of I'm getting better at the game. If if I do if I do attack and up, he's almost always gonna do that properly. There's there's no
2: there's no human input error there.
1: And so it's like, okay, I can choose which attacks, but they're going to happen anyway. It's not not as action-oriented as I'd like it to be.
0: Do you want combo strings?
2: Yeah. Yeah, give me combos. I mean, in what sense? Street Uh, Fighter?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. That's like... You gotta roll the controller to move forward. That's too complicated. (laughs) Zangief.
2: Zangief.
1: I don't just. What is it? I'm trying to think of a game. One of these games I have down here that I haven't played.
4: Because I'm I'm with you there. I wish it wasn't hold one button. Sometimes switch to the other button. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh. But but for for example, like the the in the um in the in the growth system you can put skill points into uh doing some kind of like parry backflip yeah right and uh yeah i put a point in there and then i never used it the entire time (laughs) you know i was like for me my strategy was uh you know warp out warp back in use the uh use the the Use my allies' uh, abilities over and over. Yeah, you know, and so pretty much I was thinking of uh, combat as in like a traditional Final Fantasy style, where I'm I'm choosing my my attack. I'm I'm choosing the 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 best attack for the situation, uh, an area of effect attack, a direct attack, a you know, a block or a, a knockback. You know, I I wasn't thinking of it really as an action RPG. I was thinking of it as, like, choosing
2: command. Yeah. I mean, I feel because you can't feel it as an action RPG. Right. Not, not very much one. <laughs> I
3: mean, then you have to ask, I mean, maybe they did that on purpose? You know? Make it not... Made it that way, so you...
1: They said they wanted it to be nice and simple.
3: I I meant more, you know, they wanted to give you the feel of, you know, the Final Fantasy, you know, turn-based, choosing your attack, that sort of thing. But it is, you know,
2: an action RPG, so you do have that ability as well. I, I wish I could, I don't
3: know. There was a point in the game that I realized that, I was just doing like there was so much more I could do that I just wasn't I don't remember when or how I got this but there's an item for Noctis that switches his weapons automatically and it was when I got that and I was thinking this is like I I equipped it and saw what it did and I was like this is useless why would I ever do this and then I was like wait there's so much more I can do because it's just the way his whole, all of his weapons, all of his abilities, c- you can connect them. The the ceiling for that, for the potential of what you can do, is really high. You got it. Devil May
4: Cry uh, situation here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. And it just, uh, I don't know, that's one of the reasons I really did like the battle system, because obviously you can get through the game <laughs> just doing the most basic stuff possible. But... If you want to, you have the option of being, you know, as good as you want. You know, I don't really know where the ceiling would be because you do have so many options. And I really do think they, they really did think this through. And I feel like they did do
0: a good job with it. I don't know. I just played, I I played Kingdom Hearts 2.8 like a month after. And I was just like, oh man, this is what I wanted. Yeah, (laughs) this is so much fun. And not that, like, I I give Final Fantasy XV's combat system a hard time. It wasn't bad. Uh, I know a lot of that is on me because I basically figured out the bare minimum to beat any fight. And then I just Mm -hmm. never tried to get any better. I just, I used gladio's tempest move until he died like everyone else and i <laughs> would just to
3: your way to victory would
0: just pop a potion every every time i got hit basically because I'd, I'd die after every time i got hit but i would just sit there and you know spam dodge <laughs> and then get a couple shots in and then eventually you get the ring and then you get holy and then i just would not do anything except holy, holy spam. spam because why why even waste my time <laughs> and i guess i blame myself more than i blame the game but for me, even when I was, you know, trying harder to be better at the game, it just wasn't. It just felt like compared to two point eight, it was a little bit sluggish. You know, the magic system, which I was really excited about after, you know, ten to fifteen hours, I kind of was tired of it, and I really only made a couple of big like screw you magic attacks, and then just sat on them as long as possible before using them, even though. Again, this is my fault. I specked all into magic, and then I, I was finally like I, was just like, "I just can't. I just can't make another one of these magic spells. <laughs> Go farm some, you know, cold energy and whatnot." And so for me, I just felt like I don't know. I I've, I've, the magic system had it not been consumable, or if they had mixed, like if they had that you could do some attacks that were not consumable and then others that were and those could be your big heavy hitters. I think that had been more fun for me. I I really do like magic, so not being able to use it or having to consider what are the you know pros and cons of using this right now in this boss fight or in this just regular fight that dragged down for me a little bit whereas as opposed to Kingdom Hearts you just roll through your MP, let charge up, roll through your MP, let it charge up, roll through your MP. Up, <laughs>
1: through your MP. Yeah. And so I I do agree with Evan um and Alex, of course, with the, the magic. I feel that definitely could have done better, been done better. And I feel that did, in some ways, again, take away from what I wanted because it felt like I was constrained, basically, to his weapons. And so with, with Evan's, you know, being able to switch back and forth with the weapons at will definitely was fun. But I feel, and I think I mentioned this with you guys before, it would have been so cool if there was, like, a a mastery system. Like, like with uh, Borderlands. You use this kind of sword, you get more, you get advantages for it. Because, honestly, I feel there wasn't... I mean, of course, each weapon did have their advantages. They worked versus some enemies. But there wasn't too much of a difference, I feel, for some of them. like. The katana, the great sword, they're both slow and heavy hitters. Like there wasn't much difference, I feel. And I feel they could have added something else to make something different. Like the long sword, what is it? the, the twined sword. Those aren't very different. The daggers, they're quicker, but do small short damage. And I feel it needed something to make the weapons feel more more unique, I feel. The weapon types.
2: Yeah, I feel like at that point they they had to
3: make that compromise cuz once you start getting into that territory, it's kind of they didn't want anyone to want to use one weapon and just get completely sandbagged because it just wasn't good. And that's, you know, that's that situation that games run into a lot of the time. If you make things that much different, someone's going to like something that they just re- it isn't viable in the game. But <laughs> and <just laughs> going back on that on you know about the magic it it was rough at times because it just get it it feels tedious after a while cuz you're like you know I don't want to sit here like you said pick up this magic then have to craft it every time over and over again it it does get easier towards the end but you do really need to spec a lot of your points into it before it ends up paying off when you get to the point where, you know, you only need one thing of energy to make a decent spell instead of, you know, the full
0: 99. But, yeah. I casted Fire one time. <laughs> and it wasn't oh, even... Was... It was a random <laughs> spell, because that's the only way I could max it out, is, like, I had <laughs> just gotten enough boosts that I could finally, if I put max everything into it, then it was like, yeah, it's a random cast. Fine, I'll take it.
3: Yeah, that was, that was the other point that I actually forgot. Um, I think they should have either just flat out told you or explained it better the way to get limit breaks on your spells because you can do it fairly early in the game, but it's never, like, there's no way you would ever figure that out without taking the time to go through it. And you could completely miss the items if, you know, if you aren't,
2: you can miss them very easily. Okay.
0: How do you, how do you limit break?
2: So it, (laughs) well, in
3: regards to magic, you just have to combine it with an item and it'll change it to flare, freeze, or the other one. And (laughs) yeah, I mean. I understand why they did it, but, you know, like I said, they never really explained that. So it's kind of like, well, either you're stuck doing, you know, the max amount of damage without the limit break, or you have to figure this out on your own. I think it would have helped people, you know, deal, you know, it'd be more accepting of the magic system if that had been thrown in somewhere for them to know. But, yeah.
1: Another thing about the magic system that, really gets me is I love the crafting system. I thought that was so cool. There I I would find my times find myself at times like, oh, I need a fireaga, and then find myself ten, twenty minutes just scrolling through looking at what each different <laughs> item will add if I can find more of this item easily. But then I would rarely use the magic. And I feel they had the good crafting system
2: with A sort of not very user-friendly magic using system. Yeah,
4: I think this. Uh, I think we've got like contentions here between, uh, you know, the intentionally vague storytelling and our desire for for some clear moments. Uh, we've got a we've got a conflict between we want more complex, more difficult gameplay, but we also want Easier systems to understand and better tutorials. <laughs> or or right? just,
1: just better explain. And systems. this is
4: this is the whole problem for me with the game. Is is that that opening title card, a, a game for for, <laughs> a fan, for old fans and new. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you've you've isolated both groups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full JRPG with your complex, vague systems, or you're gonna go you know uh i don't i'm trying to think of something i can insult without insulting <laughs> i don't know fallout overwatch overwatch <laughs> and uh like yeah it's an rpg cuz you get a gun yeah. you can level
1: up your <laughs> character
4: but i mean so so yeah for me it was it was all these different directions they were trying to pull it in at the same time yeah and i i felt like some of them like cuz when you asked how we feel about the combat system I said I loved it I liked it it was it was frantic and it was fun to watch
1: mm, but, fun to watch fun to play fun to and fun
4: to fun to be there <laughs> <laughs> And uh yeah, fun to play. Like every time I figured out something new, then for me, that was where I, I that got. That was like, exciting, fun. you're right. Right. So when I was like, hold on, if I if I zoom out of combat rather than sit here and get my ass mauled by wolves, then you know, I can jump back in at a strategic point and uh and then have uh Brosef use a whirlwind.
3: <laughs> Tempest Tempest to win. <laughs>
4: And so yeah, that for me that was exciting, and the game does not necessarily have replay value because as I played it, I figured out each kind of system, and by the end, I thought I was pretty good at it, but then they took away that entire system and were like, now you can fly and, <laughs> and shoot swords against Arden. Yeah. So, and now it's the end. Yeah. So, yeah, like you were saying. 100%
3: accurate.
4: You feel like you're getting you want to get better at the game, mm. but in the end they're like, here's an, an entirely yeah. new game.
1: It's a new thing you have to use. But kind of kind of also with the uh, sort of related to the combat system and getting new at the game. I've mentioned this with Evan. I felt the world was empty. Like I I felt you you find you can find a pack of like five five creatures to fight and then you go another five and ten minutes, and no one. Nothing to fight.
0: I didn't mind that. I did mind when they would just keep dropping Imperial soldiers on me. <laughs> 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 that, because. That,
3: that was real innoxious.
0: <laughs> I had no problem wandering around, even if it was like kind of empty and just, you know, chilling with my chocobo. But they just would keep overhead. Like, oh, come on, man. I just killed like 20 of you. <laughs> so, so I guess for me. It was it was less of an issue for me. I, I I liked running around the chocobo. So for there there to kind of be less enemies and stuff going on was a little bit easier.
3: I don't think it was necessarily. I think it was just the scale of the game that made it feel empty. It wasn't necessarily that it was empty because you could always find something to fight. There was always something there. It's just that being one giant open world, it they couldn't just put something every two feet. You know, it'd be ridiculous. Like normal people wouldn't be walking around if that if that were the case.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean I like I was just thinking it does help with the sort of realistic aspect. You can't have a town if there's all these giant flan floating around two feet from (laughs) the door. But there were areas of the game that were just like empty. Like the marshlands you can see the what the what were those things called? The big giraffe, water giraffes. The big water giraffes. Yeah, yeah. You can see the big water <laughs> giraffes. One of them you couldn't even get to because he's in the middle of the lake. Why did you want to fight it? Because it's there? <laughs> it's yeah, why there? not? The right? townspeople it, are there too. Maybe I wanted You're to going, fight them. Some of go. them were annoying. <laughs> what? It, it was just like. Ain't
4: the truth. It just
0: seemed like a water brontosaurus to me, man. I didn't think it was doing anything. I also have bad memories of Final Fantasy fighting enemies that were large being like, "Yeah, I could do this." No. Yeah. <laughs> 13 being like, "Yeah, I could take on the giant tortoise." You can't. <laughs>
1: Speaking of 13, sort of that that open I forget the name, but that open field. There was just so much wildlife there. It felt alive. In in 15, the areas just felt like dead. There's no wildlife and then they just up here, I I I liked being able to see them,
2: you know, from a mile away or whatever. That is sort of a, you know, graphics and hardware limitation,
0: though.
1: Or, or just more more monsters still. <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> being able to see them, but that mm-hmm. was nice, is what I'm.
3: If I'm not constantly fighting, there aren't enough monsters, all right. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs>
1: I want to fight from point A to point B. Uh, but uh,
4: like, if, if you look at the if you look at the animals and the the spots where they're chilling, then it kind of it, I I think the whole thing's supposed to be in the real world. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, you've yeah. got planes. So you've got things that are you've got wide open planes. So you've got things that are fast. You've got the little zebras and the you know stuff like that. The giraffes are hanging out. And then you go into the woods, and you got the wolves. And so they're they're trying to make it more real like that. Because I hate when when I play a game, especially when I play an RPG on uh, on the PlayStation Vita. Mm. Talking about graphical limitations, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you you play a game on the Vita, and you've got this flat level, and. Like monsters wandering around in it, and uh they, their entire purpose is there to be murdered by you. They don't look like they're hanging out. they're just packs of three who are standing around doing nothing, you know, so so I don't want that in Final Fantasy fifteen yeah, but I do want something to do in this huge map,
2: so yeah, again, conflicted, yeah i think I think another reason they had to do it was because.
3: They kind of, they expected you to use your chocobo, so if they if they gave you more to do, it'd kind of be like, well, I don't even need this chocobo because I have to hop off every, you know, two seconds,
2: which chocobos are probably one of the best aspects of the game, so I think...
1: Could you make a black chocobo? Yes. Okay. I didn't make any chocobos. I had yellow the entire time. Really? I was like, yeah, you... yeah. I remember I had my white Chocobo named T'Challa. <laughs> like, this is wrong.
3: To clarify, I don't actually know if you can make a black Chocobo. I'm just assuming.
1: This month, I think <laughs> I think the darkest color I saw was gray. I think it, I made him gray eventually.
3: There were like thirty options. There has to be black. <laughs>
1: there just has to be. I still couldn't really figure out how.
3: Yeah, it, like you found like. Berries, or I don't even know. (laughs) I just stuck with the green chocobo.
1: Is that the chocobo farm? There's it's the chick that's playing with the chocobos,
0: yeah. But why would you ever go back to the chocobo farm after you get the chocobo? There's no reason.
1: (laughs) The chocobo guy has mission,
0: yo, to color your chocobo. Obviously, I got torched, and that was it. I was like, there's no way heavy ass (laughs) gladio is just. Smoking me in his exact same chocobo. No, his and Chocobo's is clearly dumb. stronger
1: because he's it's carrying, it's carrying gladios.
4: There's no trophy
1: for it. For the,
4: I platinum the game. Yeah. There's no trophy having anything <laughs> to do with with chocobos. This is a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> Felt no motivation to go. This, so it's not
2: real.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is sort of another problem I've had with the game, which, it it kind of raises the question of trophy hunting. But there were so many things in the game that could be trophies. But it's like, this, for me, for me, trophies are like, the game creators are saying, hey, do this, and it means you've played the game to the fullest. You've gotten the most out of the game. Things like Ignis and his recipes. find all his recipes. That gives me motivation. Otherwise, it's like, I don't, yeah, they do get bonuses from the recipes. But there were so many things I feel that could have been trophies to make me feel like there was more to the game.
2: I I do agree, but I'm glad they didn't do that because
3: <laughs> a lot of them would have been real tedious by the end. And I just... We talked about grinding in the other podcast. It, like... A lot of those trophies which would have been just way past any level anyone should ever have to do of getting stuff done and I feel like I feel like they should have made some kind of middle ground because yeah there it feels like there should have been more like it, the platinum really wasn't like you didn't have to do a lot of stuff in the game to get the platinum but I don't think they needed to say you know Hundred percent, this game, because that would have been.
4: Well, the other thing is we we've all we've all platinum the game. We've all finished it. They haven't even yeah, come out. We, we haven't platinum. even come out. <laughs> we've all platinumed it. I mean, people of the world. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they haven't come out with the first DLC yet. Mm. You know. So yeah. sure, trophy hunting for for collectathons is a pain in the ass, but it might keep me in the game until the expansion. Like this is just bad marketing. Like people who haven't picked up the season pass yet, yeah. they're not involved in the game anymore. They're not gonna buy the expansion pack. But if they'd been grinding this entire time and then they were like, Oh finally yeah, an expansion pack. I'm gonna play the shit out of that.
1: Yeah, they said they want it to sort of be a living game, but they haven't given you much reason to keep at the game. And be honest, I didn't do the Chocobo carnival. I, I didn't either. <laughs> I can still play it though. But I, yeah, I didn't I didn't I haven't done that either. But yeah, they want it they want you to be able to come back to the game even after finishing, but they don't really give you much reason to stay. No.
2: I mean, unless, you know...
1: Unless ah. you heart the game <laughs> and just, it's They're, the only game you want to play for the rest of your life.
2: Because
3: it's just, I don't know. It's, it's not that the things aren't there. It's just that you don't have you know, the trophy to get. It's not that they didn't include the stuff in the game. They didn't say, by the way, there's a trophy for this. So it's it's got to be you self-motivating to do it.
1: The, for me, the trophy is saying the, the game creator thinks this is something worthwhile in the game. This is you experiencing the full game. For them to not have that says, really, this is irrelevant.
3: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say <laughs> it goes that far. Because, I mean, it's not like... <laughs> they put it in the game obviously they think someone will you know take part in it it's not like they're just saying yeah once you finish the story just put this down just
4: uninstall it it's done someone who doesn't look up hidden trophies online and is like I know I gotta cook everything <laughs> but there's also
1: just a list there
3: why are you still playing this game I don't have all the recipes <laughs> oh man didn't find a black chocobo
1: speaking about things <laughs> not in also things not in the game there is no they're bringing it later which again
3: there's no blitz ball
1: there's no like database encyclopedia for the enemies uh, bestiary. yeah Friggin' freaking, freaking ignis mr knowledge mr records everything he's not keeping track of the, the monsters you see on your road trip
3: Cause that book is full of recipes bro <laughs>
2: Is there really no? Not,
1: there's there really no. It's, it's there's no. It's coming later. Yeah. They said it's coming later.
2: Why? Yeah. Why
3: wouldn't you include that? That seems like that's not even something
0: hard to do. Like
1: <laughs> ten years to give us an unfinished game. Is that a fair way to look at
0: it, though? I mean, that there's it. It took ten years. I feel like. I know. That, I know. I'm
1: being unfair.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, I do feel like we look at this a lot and say, well, it's been 10 years and you didn't, you know, make it for free and have it (laughs) solve every problem I've ever had and basically, like, stop Trump from being president. And... (laughs) (laughs) And I just feel like even, I don't know, I try to, as excited as I was for it, I am sort of sympathetic to the fact that, like, it couldn't possibly be everything that we want it to be even though i do feel that a bestiary is a very reasonable desire i mean a lot a lot of games have them and especially for an rpg it makes a lot of sense and i just i wonder if you guys feel like that has i don't know shifted your feelings on the game
4: yeah we say that sir no no uh i was just saying that i'm actually more lenient Mm. on it because uh the game did come out and it was I, I still think excellent. I think mm. it was a great game. And uh yeah, it took ten years to come out, but that to me is like seeing like just at least it made it through development hell and didn't just get cancelled and we didn't lose Final Fantasy. Yeah. Instead, after ten years we got something great. Great wasn't and... in one word though. No, my, my first one word was kind of a joke. <laughs> These guys rolled with it, so I was like, alright. Thunder points <laughs> yeah i
3: I had really high expectations, and while I do understand, you know ten years is a long time, but you have to realize all the things that it went through, it had to go through as well, like we had a big shift in you know the consoles and everything around that during the time that it was you know supposed to come out, so
1: just remaking the game basically
3: yeah and but. Even with all that, I still I did want something, you know. You got to prove to me that it was worth it, and I feel like they did that, flaws and all. It like like Todd said, it you know it's still a great game,
2: all things considered, and you know it. They they went while the the, the
3: game itself might not be you know people don't look at it and say you know this is the best game ever, the best Final Fantasy ever they really, they obviously put a lot of effort into it to try and incorporate, you know, as many people from different player bases as they can, try and make enough people happy, you know. They they went a, a really long way to, to make the game what
2: it is, and I feel like they really did a great job kind of just making a game that, you know,
3: a lot more people can enjoy than just say, you know, it's just an RPG. It's just this. It's just that. It, you know, a lot of different people can pick up this game and enjoy it. And I think that's, you know, I would count that as a yeah. Uh, uh, count that as a success for them in terms of releasing the game.
1: Yeah, and like I said, I know, I know, I'm being being hard on the game, especially since through the ten years it did go through many things. It's because of but- love. I, yeah, I think the the biggest thing is like I said the word I gave was disappointing. The the word disappointment comes with expectation. That's really for me the problem. From, you know, the the when it was first announced as versus 13, I remember expecting it to be this dark gritty final fantasy game and it's this campy road trip um expected <laughs> this I was looking hoping for this intense kingdom hearts like, this super Kingdom Hearts battle system. And that's not what I got. And so, you know, like I said, for me, it's disappointing because of the expectations I had. Um, but, I don't know, I think even without those expectations, like, for me, I beat the game. And then I went by, I was like, okay, I'm going to start, I'm going to try and platinum it. But I sort of... Didn't really have all that much fun continuing to play after beating the game. Like, it, it just felt like a chore more than actually
2: playing because I was enjoying the game. And so, it's, it,
1: I do agree it's a good game, but this is probably one of those RPGs that I play once and don't really think about going back to. Unless. You know, this live game that they're making gives me a real reason to come back to it. Give me that intense battle system I want, or something.
3: Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see where you're coming from. Like, you know, if you feel that way, that's obviously justified. You played through the game. Don't feel like playing anymore. I... It was a little different for me, because I, you know, I finished the game, and... I immediately wanted to go explore all the places that I couldn't before. You know, like, what are these doors in these dungeons? I've got to know. I had to go down there. Obviously, it was a terrible decision. Those dungeons were terrible. I They were the worst. 100 floors is way too many. But, <laughs> no, but honestly, I did enjoy that. It, You know, I, <laughs> I liked the fact that I couldn't just steamroll my way through these places. Like, I actually had to, you know... Be invested in it, and I feel like that's that's only one side of the post game, you know there's a bunch of other stuff you can do as well, and for me, that you know I don't know about now that I've got the platinum that I went through all the dungeons at this point, I kind of feel like you do like what do I do now? but if I do ever <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah obviously if I do like there is still stuff for me to do, is what I'm getting at. So, you know, it's not like it's just, it's not like it's just done. If I want to go back, I can. But I do understand that feeling of, you know, do I really need to go back?
1: Yeah, and like you said, I, those, those doors that you're like, how do I get in there? I, I do have that desire to figure it out, but for, sort of for me, it's the parts of the game that I didn't like, they're a little bit too much for me to, just eagerly pick back up the game those are kind of keeping me with, is what I'm saying Alexander you've been quiet today <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, you guys are all everybody's doing a really great job of talking, and I just um just overwhelmed here, <laughs> but uh no, I honestly, yeah, i still I think I will go back to the game because I basically well. I, last guardian was coming out and I'm like let me beat this and then start last guardian and then drop it <laughs> but but i beat it and i was kind of frustrated with it because the ending is a little bit rough comparatively um and even then i think my play time really wasn't that long although i might have sped through the game more than other people even though i did feel like when it was open world, I did some open world stuff, including the ramen mission, which I somehow turned into a two-hour endeavor.
4: <laughs> Steak or eggs? Nobody went shrimp.
1: I went shrimp. Nobody went shrimp. I went shrimp. Ooh,
4: why would you go shrimp? Why would I, I think... go shrimp? I'm me. I asked you this at the sushi place the other day. I said, who, comes into a, who goes into a Kaizen sushi? Kaizen sushi, and it's like, oh, I'm going to get the shrimp.
1: Me.
2: <laughs> That's who, the guy that loves shrimp.
0: Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I feel like there's a lot more for me to do. I just... I'm w- I'm with you, Jabs. I just feel like also the other thing that got to me was that, for me, a uh, big... You know, I like to see that the time I put into the game is rewarded, and it's not always as clear in other games, but generally you get a sense of progression, and 15, that is possibly the lowest of, like, any... Major RPG that I've ever played. You know, I go back and I'm okay with having, you know, basically having like low, low comparative HP is fine. I don't mind if it's like a high risk, high reward situation, but it just feels like everything is pretty spongy and takes a lot of attacks, even if I use like the two handed great sword. And so for me, it kind of slows down the game a little bit when it feels like, hey, if I go back to this new area you know, I can at least roll through the part I've already done, theoretically, and then go to the hard part, but then it just feels like I can sort of slog through the part I've already done, and then actually do the real hard part. That is definitely fair. (laughs) You never really feel like you
3: are that great. Like, you go back, find some low-level enemies, and you're like, why can't I one-shot these? Which is weird, because...
0: Midway through the game, you become Goku, and then you drop off that, and then you never yeah. even become remotely close to as good <laughs> as you were at that one point.
3: Yeah, it it is odd. I think I, I I think they just went too far in trying to make it, you know, too realistic in the sense of the game. Like I don't know, they wanted to keep you, you know these are these are still demons. You still put up some semblance of some kind of fight, but when, when in reality you should just be steamrolling through half the enemies in the game. But...
4: I actually <sighs> thought that uh, this game had pretty good... I'm gonna be different from everyone else. I thought this game had pretty good progression. Uh, so... battle progression? Uh, yeah, difficulty progression too. And, uh, like... Like, every Final Fantasy game has that point where uh all of a sudden you hit a
2: you hit a wall and it gets hard you know uh it's the it's the crystal palace it's the it's the
4: meteor Unalesca. <laughs> you know every every single game has that point where you hit a wall and all of a sudden it gets hard and then you gotta go back and you gotta grind and then you come back and either you can do it or you grind too much and then it's easy. Mm. And then the rest <laughs> of the game is easy, you know? But with the uh, mm-hmm. with 15, um I I was having a pretty easy time uh hunting the various species of animals yeah. on the on the map until change. they were like, "All right, now welcome back to the story," right? And we're going to we're going to tunnel vision you for the rest of the story. But uh but then when I got to that in the game that was supposed to be the hard one but i i did feel like there was some progression i felt like it got a little bit more difficult except for chapter 13 where they're like now you can't fight anymore but other than that <laughs> i did think that it was getting harder until again the very which i've harped on now a few mm. times the very last fight where you're goku again and it's a completely
1: different game yeah
0: i actually we'll say i agree with you that the the curve is like perfect it feels like it just gets appropriately harder each time cuz i'm pretty sure i was under leveled and it still felt like yeah this if i went back and you know grinded more this would be easier and like maybe i would not be dying i wouldn't have to have 99 potions that i'm going to have to replenish <laughs> 60 of thank you ravis um yeah <laughs> but it felt like i could just Consist, like, you can consistently move through. So I, I'll, I'll give him credit there that it felt like it, it was appropriately difficult at each juncture.
1: Yeah, I, I think I agree. Definitely, also, like, Alex, you said that Ravis fight. First time going in that fight, I got wrecked. I got wrecked. My guys kept dying. I, I went, spoke to Umbra, leveled up, like, one level, <laughs> and was able to handle him. So maybe it was just me getting frustrated and playing terribly, or it's just like it's not one of those games where you have to go grind 10 levels to beat the boss and so it is it is sort of forgiving in that way the battle progression yeah yeah
2: i i would say it was fine for up to a certain point like
3: going through the main story i agree completely you know the curve was fine it was great but you get to a certain point, and you just can't really get any better. It's kind of odd. Like, when I was going through a bunch of the the harder dungeons after, you know, in the post-game, it gets to a point where you just can't really... You're never good anymore. Like, you, you're fighting these enemies, and you're just like, I all these enemies are practically the same. I barely do any damage. It takes forever for no reason. Like, if I don't have a floor where they throw, like, level 16 goblins at you, you're gonna have a hard time. And it was just kind of odd. I mean, I I understand it's post-game. Yeah, but it just, it just feels, because it just felt off, because obviously all the dungeons aren't the same. They're scaled for higher levels. Like, the, the harder you get, the higher level you're supposed to be, but I was the same level for however many of the dungeons, and they all felt the same, and it was just kind of odd. Like I, I'm leveling, like I leveled up at some point, I got new skills. I feel like there should be some kind of, you know, something should pay off here, and it just kind of didn't. It was odd, just you know, comparing to the main story and how everything went, you know, through there, it just felt kind of odd.
1: Yeah, he said something I was gonna respond to, but then it just went out of my head. Nah, him. No, nah, you didn't say anything. What is um for?
4: I still have no idea. What is like the the best weapon in the game? Because when I when I stopped playing, uh, when I stopped playing was when I beat Adamant Toys.
2: Hmm.
3: That was the worst fight that's ever existed.
4: After that, I just stuck a rubber band around the control stick and <laughs> ran in circles until Gladios' skill was up. And then <laughs> and then went fishing for a while, and then those were my last trophies. Uh, yeah. But after that, I, I wasn't looking for weapons anymore. But I was at when I was fighting Adamantoids, I was uh, I was going to that I was going to the blacksmith, the famous blacksmith in, the, in well, the big city, and he was crafting awesome weapons for each of for each of the characters. Okay, basically. that guy,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah.
4: Uh, I figured those were gonna be like the best weapons in the game but uh I'm not sure if the if the end game dungeons have anything that's really much better.
1: Did anyone feel like that place was Haiti? or like some island by the way? I got an island vibe, yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Evan, you you finished those dungeons, right? Is yeah, there like an you... ultimate weapon that you have in every Final Fantasy game? Uh,
3: kind of. You get you get like the weapon in I forget how many there are, but each one has, like... They give you a special one that has the most attack.
1: Okay. Oh, Alex is pulling but, out his, uh, his guide.
3: So you get, I guess, each type of weapon, you get, you know, the best. It it kind of depends, though, because... <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the
4: attack... So there should be an Ultima, Ultima weapon.
3: weapon. Yeah, yeah. they... Hey,
1: Alex is yeah, checking... He has a 15. I'll, I'll Bible. let him
0: check. I'm just gonna throw in my two cents. This is here. the first time I've opened it since you know I got it.
4: <laughs> that is a huge book,
0: <laughs> is it? It's way too big. I don't actually, I don't know. It might be per- perfectly. Solid. It's got a bestiary in it,
1: yeah. I was about to say, I saw that there is one, just you know, you got to pay extra.
3: You get the ultima blade from, but that's not even. Which is why I'm saying it's weird, that's not even, you know, the the highest attack, you know, one-handed sword in the game, It, but it is, it kind of is the best, because it, you know, it gives you the elemental energy from enemies you kill, it doesn't have that much less attack than, I forget what the other one is, but it- Ballmung. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> but, yeah, so- it doesn't really feel like there was, you know, that ultimate weapon like the other games. They just kind of gave you the relative best weapon of each type.
0: I kind of felt like, in general, the weapon system was a little bit, left a little bit to be desired.
3: They just, they tried to, they just made it too balanced. It's kind of, the you know, nothing was really bad. Nothing was really too good. You know, it was just kind of,
4: that's ever happened? What? Too balanced. Too balanced? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. I don't think I ever gave Noctis one of the guns. Or the shield.
3: I absolutely didn't. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's no need for it. I want to flip around using swords.
3: Yeah, but obviously there was someone out there that thought the exact opposite. Like, I never gave Noctis a sword because I want to be out here shooting people with this
4: gun. <laughs> it's a game for everyone.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is. Exactly. <laughs> Even need for speed fans.
4: I mean, I'd rolled around
3: with the giant shuriken the whole time. So, you know, to each, each their one. own.
2: Oh, that was like <laughs> the last was... one I got. I, one never, got? I never I oh, never
4: used boy. it. Need to get that earlier.
3: If... <laughs> they were so terrible to use. <laughs> like if there was <laughs> I wish I could change that somehow or like there was some way to get out of it but the losing the amount of health you lose for using those weapons is absurd. Yeah. And I like you, you want to use them but you just you can't and it just feels way too tedious to pull them out in the optimal situation. It's just kind of like, all right, I'm going to use this till I'm dead and then I'll probably stop because I don't want to waste all my items.
1: <laughs> Question, what maybe we might all agree on. How did we like the summoning system? Oh, yes.
2: What? What?
4: I don't understand. Does that mean it's awesome? Because I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's... Oh.
1: Well, you liked it? I actually liked it. The fact that they just randomly happened? Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I think it's a good theory. I just... I like got one summon the whole game. That was not <laughs> that that was not scripted. I will agree that was That was
3: obnoxious. But I I don't know. I did enjoy it. For whatever reason. Maybe I'm weird.
1: Enjoy what about it? I just liked it. Because <sighs> it was just you can know. hold R2 randomly and then OP God comes through. Yeah. Yeah okay. Like it should be. <laughs> No, I think they just need to not make it OP, like we were saying, to balance, make them balance an actual, like, summons. You know, but but I I guess with the story, they're like, gods, I'm not gonna tell you, come save my ass, you do it when you want. But they're not doing anything else. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm not gonna answer to you, puny human. I just feel, there was not enough chances to use summons.
4: There was one time where I was fighting a, a named Marlboro uh, in the swamp, mm. and it was it was busting me up. Yep. <laughs> Everyone was dying. I was running low on potions. I threw all my magic grenades. I was like, I, I know I can do this. I believe in me. And Shiva was like, I don't. And she,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: and she came down, and she wiped the floor with him, and he was gone, and I, I got my loot.
1: And it's like okay, but I did nothing there. But
4: no, I was I was pretty stoked when I saw that because the only other time I had seen the summon available was like when I was clearing out some random wolves out of my way, and, mm. uh, Rama, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, bro, I'll help you out." Ramu yeah. was like, "Do you need me?" And I was like, "No, I already cleared it before I even <laughs> before I even saw you'd say that."
1: Yeah, like I I didn't even I don't remember the first the first time I think I I used a summon. I was fighting uh in one of the strongholds. And it's just there, L2 in the corner, nice and small, summon. Yeah. The first time, I just missed it. You yeah. You don't even know. Like, Evan, when we were talking, and you were like, yo, I just picked up uh this astral. I'm like, no, you didn't. I didn't pick it up either, because I can't use it. Right.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, it was. It's like, you can't
1: use it. <laughs> and that's so, it's like. Again, part of the game that feels missing. I,
3: I will agree at first. I, d- I did feel that way. But then I I changed my opinion because I, <laughs> it was just really enjoyable being in random fights and seeing the summon thing come up and it just like, uh, yes. like I, w- I want to just torch all of these enemies right now. <laughs> And
4: so I guess it depends I, I, if it popped for you then you like it and if it didn't <laughs> then yeah.
3: I think I also changed my mind because I they they had a reason for it and I understand that he's not supposed to be able to just do it at will. Yeah. So it kind of like I understand this. Like yeah, they could have changed it so it wasn't as OP but then Eh, I don't know. I like the OPness. <laughs>
2: pause pause <laughs> pause please did
4: you did you guys play final fantasy 8
3: i want to i want to say no
4: that's that was squall yeah that's the worst one uh, <laughs> okay uh but final fantasy 8 um heavily relied on the uh the the summon, summon. system mm. the gf the girlfriend system and uh <laughs> guardian force okay and uh that the first time i played that i was like i was like 15 and uh i relied on it heavily every single fight every random encounter i summoned a, a a guardian force to come beat it and uh that game was bad it was bad, because <laughs> you had to sit through these long-ass cutscenes, and the fact that I could use well, it... Well, because
1: you used them all the time!
4: <laughs> but it was the strongest thing in the game! Yeah, why wouldn't you use it, you know? <laughs> so I could sit through a minute and a half of summoning cutscene, or I could lose the fight, right? Sounds, yeah, it sounds like an easy choice. And then against a boss, by the end of the game, you've got 12 summons. I a boss battle was just running through the summons until I ran <laughs> out.
3: <laughs> yeah, like they I feel like the, obviously they felt like, you know, if we let you do this, that's all you're going to do. You're not going to do anything else in this game. Any of the stuff we implemented in this combat system, you're just going to hit R2, pick your favorite summon and just roll through the game and we don't want that.
1: Well, well, I don't I don't think Necessarily, because like there were times where you're like, no, I, I can do this without the summon.
3: Yeah, when they were like level two enemies, and you're like, wow, I, I feel useless doing this.
1: There were times where I was fighting someone that was on my level, and the summon showed up. I was like, I could use the summon and just be done with it, or I can actually try to use this battle system they implemented that I'm trying to get better with. So there are points where I chose not to use the summon. But also, sort of like, Evan, you can't really choose your favorite summon, not Evan, like Alex, because some summons you didn't even see.
0: No. Most. I think I saw Levi and Rama. That was it. Wait. (laughs) And by Levi, you mean just Rama. (laughs) Because it's always Rama.
3: Never Titan. It's never Titan.
4: (laughs) Wait, I thought Titan was the... Titan was beat up, so you couldn't summon him because he got he got killed.
3: Oh no, you can. He just never shows up.
4: <laughs> I thought that was story related. <laughs> I thought Rama was the only one who didn't get his ass beat. No, so, <laughs> the the
1: dra- the sea dragon shows up too. At, yeah. In in the post uh, game, yeah, yeah. can you summon Ifrit?
3: No. Uh... Well, actually, I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming you can yeah, no. I didn't see Bahamut either in post-game, but I also was running through dungeons most of the time, and you can't summon in them, so...
1: Oh yeah, you couldn't use items or something? The deep dungeons,
3: you can't.
2: They don't let you summon. Or I just have horrendously Uh... bad luck. I'm assuming they don't let you summon, though. Alright, there we go. I just kicked my computer cord, and it freaked out. You do get an item... From him, but I don't know if you can actually summon him. Alex
3: is pulling out the book, though.
0: Yeah, they don't really have a summon section, so
3: all those pages, and you don't have a summon section.
0: <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding,
1: Tyler. We need answers.
3: All I know is, I lost my mind when you met Shiva. I was that might have been my high point of the game.
2: She was pretty cool. But yeah, I think, it, I think I. I am Jeez, honestly. What... Getting a, I got your answer here. Okay. Alright, so...
0: Titan, Rama, Leviathan, and Shiv, just like you guys thought. But, Rama can potentially assist you in any area, including interior
2: sections such as dungeons. But, wait...
1: He just didn't want to help you in those dungeons, is what I'm hearing.
2: I mean...
3: (laughs) I'm not disagreeing, I just... You can, is Bahamut just a one time thing? Because you yep. can definitely, well, that's. Mm.
2: <laughs> mm. I'm slightly salted about that. Yep. That's fine, though. I like Shiva better anyway. You just roll through and free it for those people, right? With like a bunch of other, other Shivas. Yeah, Shivas. Shiva. Fixies. But yeah, you definitely Rama definitely was not helping me out.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, but yeah, I feel the the summon system definitely left a lot to be desired for me.
0: Also they go into cooldowns after you summon them. So I don't think they explain that, but if you summon them for a stupid fight, they might they're less likely to show up for an important like a soon a fight soon after. Okay. But then, how do you explain getting Rama twenty-eight times in a row?
1: Because it takes two hours <laughs> between summons.
0: No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, oh no, no. I just mean the, the probability of a summon, the oh, actual so all of
3: them in general, right? Going, okay,
0: it's just a summon. At the, you get like a chance to summon. It checks every once in a while, and it's like, hey, if the conditions have been met, and then maybe you get it. And then, depending on where you are, each particular summon will come out.
1: Well, okay. That's nice and simple. Thanks. Thanks, Squeenix.
0: So if you want Titan, you should go out into open areas. That explains so much. You <laughs> literally only
3: helped
4: me in the desert that one time. <laughs> Any viewpoints shifted on the game since I'm, this discussion? I mean I mean you were you were hating on it the hardest. I'm beginning I, of the conversation. I was.
1: I again <laughs> I do understand some of it is my fault because I had huge expectations for the game that weren't met. Like, I, mm-hmm. I know that's on me. But even without those expectations, I feel, like you said, they were trying to get reached too many bases. Right. And that is where they messed up. So for the most part, not really. I think, you know, I will, because I've been planning to, I do want to platinum it. I will, you know, grit my teeth and go back to the game but uh, I don't feel like much has changed. I still my word
2: is still slight disappointment. Alright.
0: I feel more of a sense that I want to get back into it. Uh, I had basically zero interest in getting back into it. Not like <laughs> out of I uh, I didn't like this experience but just because I moved on. I have other games to play and I have Severe problem buying games, not playing them, and maybe we just should play games that I haven't beat yet. Um, but looking through the book and in talking with you guys, it feels like we all had fairly different experiences. You know, um, possibly Todd and Evans were more similar because they did the most. But um, I don't know. It made me feel like there is a lot more out there that, even if I didn't enjoy the game as much the combat and uh well just the combat basically was, was the biggest sticking point for me but it, it feels like you know looking up like hearing you guys talk about the weapons for me i just did it the weapons were just didn't exist to me so i just was <laughs> rolling around with the engine blade for like engine blade one for embarrassingly long <laughs> I'm doing no damage, and finally, I run into a weapon merchant. So your your engine blade does 28, but I have a you know sword that does like 150, and you're like, oh, <laughs> that'd be good to know. It's probably why everything takes so damn long. Gotta so get that ultimate blade, man. Yeah, so I, I'm starting to feel a little bit introspective about how much of the game was what, or how much of the, my what I see, perceive as faults of the game are my own sort of prism of. The way I was looking at the game rather than the game itself. So excited so to jump
4: at it. I think it was a much more traditional Final Fantasy game than mm-hmm. uh maybe we're giving it credit for. You know, you you roll into a town, you buy the new weapon at the shop, you you do some grinding. It's mm-hmm. it's all there. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. it's just and so I you know, that's why I think uh Generally, it was uh, it was it was good because it was uh, more of the same. It felt familiar, but also different uh, enough. Also different enough. Yeah, yeah. Like you,
1: you told me after you bit the game, you went, "Ah, yeah. oh, that was a Final Fantasy game." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I guess it still gave you that that typical feeling. But yeah. you know, I guess like that's why we brought you on. You've played lot of Final Fantasy games. Maybe I need to play more. So that I can, you know, base it off of more than just uh what three, four Final Fantasy games I've played. And so mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's what's influencing my like disappointment with the game. And again, expectations.
4: I don't think you should have to play every game in the series to be yeah, able yeah. to enjoy it, but uh it it definitely does give me some perspective. Mm.
1: How about how about you, Evan? You're you're hard on still raging over there?
4: I'm, I'm ready to go summon some,
3: some astrals, man.
1: <laughs> He's like, I figured out my summons. Ready to go. That, that's, that's your input?
2: I mean... What do you expect?
0: His end of the episode input is always a one-liner throwaway with no, no insight to it. Fine, <laughs>
3: I'll give you something better. Sheba, Yeah, Astral. I wouldn't... <laughs> I wouldn't say my opinions change much. I, you know, I still do I still appreciate all the things I appreciate about the game. I do feel like I have a better understanding of, you know, the the dislikes people have with the game, the concerns they have, you know, the issues you guys brought up. Um but overall I still feel like, you know, they did a very good job with this game. You can clearly see what they wanted to get out of it. And even if, you know, even if you feel like they didn't make it to that point, they clearly made, you know, great strides in that direction. And I feel like, I feel like it's kind of unique in that way. I haven't played the most games, obviously, but I feel like, in terms of the span of this game and the things that went into it, there aren't many games that have done what this game did. And I feel like, you know, however do however you feel about the game, if you look at it from, you know, an outside point of view, you can appreciate you know what went into it.
1: Yeah. Look at that. We got some actual insight from Evan. Thank you. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I I I'm thinking probably definitely me. Alex said he would. Maybe all of us probably will actually go back and pick up the game now that we've done this podcast. Because I was I was actually not sure when I was going back to 15, but I might I might dabble with dabble in it again. Watch watch King Glaive and Brotherhood so I can understand a bit more. Also, <laughs> also this. This random disc I got. I don't even know what this is. What is that? It's some extra some extra Pop video. Fantasy 15 prologue. Yeah, got a prologue. Oh. Is this not the like demo? Maybe. Oh okay. No, I don't think so. No? Is,
3: this, is it not King of Claves? No. Nah.
1: Nah. Oh. King of Claves is on DVD. I have no idea. Yeah. No idea. But I think, yeah. yeah, my shit's dusty. But yeah, that's uh Final Fantasy. So let's do how we started. We started with a one word impression. Let's give our one word after everyone's opinion. I'm not starting. I got to think of a good one word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hyphenated. (laughs) Air horde. All right.
2: Alice got nothing. Recipe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess my my word will be acceptable.
3: <laughs> that sounds so terrible when you say it like that.
4: <laughs> Jobs raves acceptable. It's a video game. You can play it.
0: <laughs> I mean, it works. Ow. <laughs> It is easier to sum it up before, with when I just had I had some more space on it. But now talking to you guys, I really don't have one. I guess uh, I don't know. I guess I'll come back after I play a little more and give you another answer. But for now, I'll still go with struggle because that's that's what the combat is to me. So there's always me. It's always me dying, popping potions.
1: Yep, <laughs> sounds about right. Sounds about right. All right. Well, Todd. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. He'll, he'll probably be back for Conspiracy conspiracy Game, the podcast, because he did the same thing with that series.
3: There isn't going to be a podcast <laughs> about that because it
0: doesn't exist.
4: You played Persona 1? Uh, I actually played Persona 1 first. Whoa! And then went through, and then I was like, wow, Persona 1, this is a great game. Do they have got any more of these? <laughs> then... He's part of the conspiracy. <laughs> uh played 2 2 no one's ever said that 2 2 and 3 yeah.
1: and 4 finally yeah yeah so he'll he'll be back for that one but Todd uh sort of putting you on the spot since Yo. you guys have been uploaded right tell our guests where they can uh they can find your podcast
4: uh, you can find the podcast uh coming up in the next uh next week or so okay uh it'll be uh it'll be on uh multiple formats uh but I believe primarily uh it's gonna be interacted with on YouTube, uh at uh at basically sci-fi. Uh it's me, my friend uh, back in the States. Uh we're gonna read uh each each time uh I read a story, he reads a story. And uh they're both uh not exactly highbrow sci fi <laughs> they're Comedy, sci-fi. Okay. Comedy, sci-fi. And, Rick and uh, Morty? Yeah, yeah, Rick and Morty. Uh, we we write Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the creator of Rick and Morty. Thanks for having me on. Thanks uh, for coming. It's a big honor. It was a big get for us, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright. Yes.
1: Alright, guys, thanks for checking us out. Be sure to check us out on Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash M. Uh, or you can find us on YouTube, search Bukatsu Media, and find Todd at basically sci fi. So, again, this is Jabs, Evan, Alex, and our
2: real live guest, Todd. Stay in peace. I think we got to replace Evan with Todd.
0: Hey, I think Todd's the, the way of the future. <laughs> <Amen>.
2: Evan's <laughs> like, I'm like right here. <laughs> I'll just be on retainer.